Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lava, and today is Thursday, May 13th, 2021, and it has been a busy day for me. I've had a lot going on with both my day job and then with some reselling stuff, and this week's been pretty busy in general just for sales and stuff for me, so that's been that's been helpful. It's been really nice to get those coming in, and I'm still waiting on a decent amount of payouts because eBay kind of blocked my payouts for a little bit because they thought that I made so many sales that there was something nefarious going on. So they kind of do that from time to time. So I'm still waiting on that, but it has been a good day. There were some restocks. I managed to hit on a few of those, which was nice. And I made a couple of sales. I sold a Cactus Jack tea that I bought off of Travis Scott's site, like right when I first started reselling. Terrible, terrible buy. And it really did not go up in value at all. I think I may have sold it at a loss at this point. So just kind of a very, very terrible buy there. And back when I really didn't have much money anyways, but it is what it is and got that sold. Happy to get that thing out of the house. And then I also had a massive sale today, like probably the largest sale I've ever had. And oh gosh, the guy accepted an offer and then immediately sent me a cancellation request. And I just wanted to like climb through the phone and punch that guy right in the face because it, it like bugs me. When you have a good listing and and you know you have a good listing when you're getting offers like daily on it and there's a ton of watchers like my watchers had been like up to like 19 on it and i was getting a bunch of offers today they were super high priced offers and finally this guy accepts it and he's like oh i accidentally hit accept and like that's the biggest tease of all time having your best sale ever and then having a a person just like basically say hey accidentally hit the accept button please cancel like no you didn't it makes you verify that you accepted i've accepted tons of offers before just buying things on ebay so clearly the guy had second thoughts and stuff like that and it is what it is but i'll have to get i got that relisted and hopefully it'll sell pretty close to what i sold for before it probably won't be that hard to it's just kind of a nuisance and kind of an annoyance because i've been waiting on that sale for a few weeks so that came in and kind of went back out again i guess that's that's kind of the way it went but Either way, it's been a good day overall. Hit some decent restocks and just kind of trying to get some things set up for the future and stuff like that. So tonight I'll probably be working on some more, trying to figure out how to list on eBay a little bit quicker. I got I didn't get a chance to last night. I had some other stuff I need to work on and reorganized my shipping area and got a lot of photos taken, which was nice. So I'm gonna continue that, try and get all of my easy 700 Alvas listed, which will be nice. Hopefully get those out of the house. Not a very good appreciation shoe at all. Like did not appreciate since I bought them a year plus ago. So probably like, I think I got them last April. They have not really went up at all. So it's been kind of a bummer with that, but hey, it is what it is. They didn't depreciate at all either. So I'm gonna sell those at around uh, resale prices right now and, and get those things out of here. So that's what I'm looking at right now. Pretty decent day though. Hopefully get that stuff sold and hopefully keep things moving from there. So either way, I did want to talk a little bit about one thing that's been on my mind and it happens to be with what we're sourcing. I'm thinking a lot about what I want to source and even stuff like I, I just saw a lead for a really, really like high-end, not high-end, but decent pair of, of shoes. And super discounted but there was a really low sell-through rate on them and i'm looking at it going okay i'm not sure if i even want to buy this really really good profit margins but who knows when those are going to come in how many do you want to buy do i really want to buy items that i'm doing one-offs of or do i want to focus my capital for better items that i can buy 10 of and will sell relatively quickly for me so that's kind of what i've been looking at and i ended up passing on it and it just kind of made me think a little bit about the inventory that i've been buying the inventory i started buying and what really makes the most sense for me 
And the more I thought about it, the more I wished that I had gotten into doing inventory that was either really fast moving or really, really small earlier on. And, and what I mean by that is fast moving stuff, you can store you can store anything that's really quick moving and, and really fast moving in, in and out product because you're really not using up that much space. You need to have the space available for a short amount of time and then you can sell the product, pack it up and ship it out. And it's not like you're using up all this space for a long period of time. It's not like you need to go get a storage unit. I mean, if you really want to grind, you just throw it all in your room, like your bedroom. And then once it sells, you just pack it up and ship it out. I mean, you could fit a lot of, of items in your bedroom. If you really, if they're fast moving, you can sell them within a few days. Like that's, that's a perfect way to do it if you're really trying to grind it out. So that's what, that's not what I do. I, I have luckily have some space to put stuff both in the garage and then I have a small storage area that I keep stuff outside of the house and stuff like that. But either way, it is something that I've considered before. Like, what would I do if I didn't have that? And the thing that I've thought about before is what if I didn't do products at all? What if I didn't do stuff like that? What if I completely had changed my business around when sports cards had first started becoming a thing and I only sold and invested in sports cards? And where would that be? Well, first off, I'd probably make a decent amount of money at it because it is a very, very profitable business. But two, think about the storage of a sports card. I mean, you have roughly a, at, at the most, like a six by three inch slab that may be a quarter inch thick at the best. Like, think about that. Think about all your inventory being six by three inches and a quarter inch thick that's insanely insanely small inventory high value high flip value high resale value you're still making money but the storage you could put it all in a suitcase and i mean think about the 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 sales volume that you could do out of just a suitcase if you have the right products and you're investing in the right cards you can make a lot of money just off of what you could store in a suitcase and that leads to all sorts of possibilities i mean you could have so you wouldn't even your overhead for for storage and stuff like that would go down drastically you wouldn't need overhead for storage because probably you wouldn't have enough cards to fill up an entire storage unit let alone like i mean you'd probably be able to throw them in like a fire safe and be fine you know what i mean it's not really that that crazy and the amount of money you're making you'd probably be able to afford the fire safe pretty easily so it just kind of made me think a little bit, what do I want to source here on out? Because I'm thinking of possibly moving at some point. I'm thinking of possibly either in state or even possibly moving out of state at some point too. And what does that look like? I mean, do I really want to store all this inventory and then haul it across state, like across the country? Or do I want to even haul it like across my state, like 40 minutes up the road? That's still a lot of inventory to try and take like from point A to point B, trying to move it all at one time. I've done it before. It's a pain. And I have more now than I did when I moved it all. So what do I want to do? And it's just also storage is an issue. Do I have storage if I move? Like when I move, do I have storage in the new area or do I have to keep my stuff where it is now? Now I'm anywhere from 40 minutes to a several hour drive away. Like, is that is that profitable? Does that even make sense? doesn't make sense if it's ours but then where am I going to keep my stuff I'm gonna to have to get a new storage unit or have area in my apartment or my house to keep inventory and it just starts to become a problem and then if you start to get really heavy inventory well and maybe you have an apartment you're on like the third floor well, what are you going to do you're going to carry it up the stairs put it in your apartment then carry it back down the stairs and you're going to ship it and if it's super heavy like 120 pound item which I've had those before how are you going to get that up and down the stairs multiple times? Like that's going to be a freaking pain. So just stuff to consider. And it made me think, what if I just had geared inventory towards being able to move or towards being able to scale without having a lot of storage? And so what I want to say is if you have a plan in your mind that you want to do in the future and you are wondering what, what does my business look like with that plan, it would probably be best to gear your sourcing 
to fit into that plan. So sometimes you don't have a lot of control over what items are profitable. I get that because there's there's plenty of profitable items, but the most profitable items can be anything. And I, I mean, some things are, are obviously larger than others. I mean, swimming pools and hot tubs were a big one last year, okay? The hot tubs took up a lot of space. I could only fit one in my car. So that was kind of an issue, but at the same time, it's a fast moving item. But if it's something I'm going to be holding more than just maybe a couple days, then it may be better to say, okay, this could sit for a while, do I want this in storage? And if I do want it in storage, is it worth holding or is it worth is it worth even buying? Is it worth storing or could I do something better with the money in the space? And that's what I encourage you to do. Think about where you want to be in a few years and if you're still going to be reselling or not. I think that most people are going to be reselling that, that start reselling as long as they're committed to it. And I'm like extremely committed to it because I put already a couple of years of my life into this. I'm not just going to stop now. But at the same time, I do want to be able to have the flexibility to be able to store my stuff a little easier and just not have the, the worry of, okay, I have so much stuff and so much space taken up. How am I ever going to move all this? Or how am I ever going to get this from point A to point B? So that's kind of what I'm thinking about right now. And I'm trying to slowly but surely liquidate as much as I can because the, the amount of inventory that I have that I want to move is, is very, very small. Like there's some stuff that would be great to keep long-term and sell long-term and that kind of a thing. But most of my inventory, I'd be very happy and very comfortable just selling right now, getting rid of it and moving on. And I think that there is a point where you may have to consider how long do I want to hold this item and how long or how much space do I want to take up with my items? Because there's a chance that this life change could happen in my life. Or I mean, like, think about it. If you have, if you have a kid and you have your spare room in your house used as as your inventory room and then you end up having a kid like that could be the kid's room like the baby room and now you don't keep all your stuff in there so you'd probably wish you had a lot less space taken up by all your inventory and like these sort of things are like life changes that could also affect the way you do your business so just kind of keep those things in mind the the overall like life goals i think are way way more important than the business goals i think the business goals can obviously contribute to the life goals but you kind of want to gear your business towards the way you want to live your life or it's going to be pointless like who wants to go work in a business that doesn't work for their life it 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 doesn't make very much sense at that point because you're just wasting your time you're miserable and you're not doing what you want to be doing so just kind of keep that stuff in mind and, and do those sort of things and you should be able to gear your business a lot more to cater towards your lifestyle and that's kind of what we're doing here so what in the heck is this So with that being said, I'm going to go, but you guys have a great rest of your Thursday and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.